Well, good morning, New Hope. Glad that you're here this morning with us, both in person and on live stream. Welcome into the house. I love that picture of Operation Christmas Child uh, receiving that great 15-year reward, uh, John, putting it in the air. You know, it's sort of like our national championship here at New Hope Community Church. You know, it's sort of like the the Super Bowl uh, for us here at New Hope Community Church. Uh, Tuesday night, I was uh, watching the 2018 Super Bowl uh, Packers against uh, Pittsburgh and that, and my wife, Sherry, she's like, what prompted you to do that? And I just said, I just needed a win. I just needed a win, you know, the Packers have stunk, so I just needed a win, something in me, right, and that. But uh, today we are finishing up our series, We Are New Hope, talking about who are we? You know, if you've been sitting around the house for a long time, or maybe you've just uh, been with us briefly, you know, over the last weeks or months, and wondering what is New Hope all about, this is what this series has been. And so today I want to conclude and talk more about what we are about. You know, when I think of the word go, when I think of the word go, I think of my two-year-old grandson, Arthur. He has two speeds, sleep and go. Those are his two speeds. I got a picture of him up here and that, and uh, we were over in Michigan to visit with him and uh, chase him around, basically, uh, all day, and it was a a lot of fun. Uh, It was a gas and that. You know, if we think about it, during this transition of season, we just today now hit daylight savings time. It's going to get dark early in the evening here. These colder days that are coming, we sort of hunker down in our house, right? We hunker down to the comfort of our home for shelter, security. It's a place where we rest up. But here's reality. None of us hunker down in our home and just stay there. We still go out and go. We go, right? We go to church. We go to work. We go to school. We go out to eat. People go hunting. We go, right? I mean, going is just a part of our life. And it's a built-in part of church life as well. I don't know if you realize this, but as Christ followers, we are called to go. And so if we are called to go, I guess the question is, what are we to go to then? It's interesting that the word go is in the book of Matthew 150 times. Matthew wrote about the life of Jesus. And the majority of the times where it says go, it is Jesus who is saying it, go. So there's 28 chapters in Matthew's book. And so that means that roughly 5.3 times per chapter, Jesus is telling the people that he is talking to, to go. The most known go of all time comes from Matthew 28, 19, where Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, right? So obviously the word go is an action word. Certainly is with my grandson. 
Definitely an action word. You know, Jesus gave us the ultimate example of go when he left heaven, when he came down on earth, he left his family, he left the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and he came down and he dwelt among us as God in the flesh. I love the picture of in Matthew or John 1.14 that we get of Jesus going from heaven, coming down to earth. In the Message Bible, it says this, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. I love that picture of God's intimacy with us through his son Jesus moving into literally your neighborhood. It said he would be called Emmanuel, God with us. So Jesus left heaven, came to earth to be with us in our presence. And when he came, he grew up in Nazareth. He ran the city streets for many years. But at age 30, it was time for him to go. And so he went beyond his home and he went out to do his ministry. And throughout the stories of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that they write about their experience with Jesus, we see in those stories that when Jesus would go out, that he would go out and he would bring salvation and transformation to wherever he would go. When Jesus walked into a community, he raised the bar in every area in that community. He raised the spiritual bar. He taught about forgiveness of sin. He taught about getting right with their heavenly father and that they could do that by repenting of their sin, confessing, and getting right with their heavenly father. He talked about the whole area of the physical need. And when he went into towns and villages, it says in Matthew 9.35, that he would bring healing to everyone in need. We talked about how he fed the 5,000, the 4,000. And so when Jesus walked into a community, he raised the bar just not in the spiritual area, but also in the physical need area as well, by healing people, feeding people. We see in Scripture that when he walked into a community, he raised the bar when it came to doing business. We see in Matthew 21 that he came into the temple courts and he was turning over tables. He wasn't happy. Why? Because the money exchangers were ripping people off who were coming for the Passover. They needed to buy a sacrifice like a dove or a goat or a lamb. But the money changers were taking advantage of these people that had to travel far, couldn't bring a sacrifice or keep it alive over a week's travel. And they're coming to the temple to purchase one and realizing that these individuals were taking advantage of them. And Jesus wasn't happy about that. And he said, hey, do business correctly. And he was referring back to the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament where God gave us all kinds of laws, which many of them we still have today, to live by so we take care of one another. And one of the laws was, you shall not, when it comes to business, take advantage of another person, right? So I wish 
people that were selling two by fours today would uh, look that one up, right? <laughs> there. But when Jesus, again, came into a community, when he would go, he raised the bar in the spiritual realm of that community, in the physical realm, in the business realm. He also raised it in the family realm as well. We read in Matthew 21 how he talks about, hey, honor your father and mother. And when it comes to marriage, honor the marriage bed. Hey, no adultery in this community. Live right in your marriages. And he raised that bar. Even he raised the bar in education as he taught on the street corners and in the synagogues. And he says, hey, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Education is important to knowing God and to doing the next right thing, to walking in righteousness. And so we see in Jesus' life, as he would go and he would enter a community, that he would raise the bar in every aspect of that community, how critical important as it was. And when Jesus would go, he would bring the transformational and salvation power of the Heavenly Father. He often talked about that his authority came from his Father in heaven. And then Jesus in Matthew 28 says to us, he says, hey, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, and so now go, and I give you that authority. And so when we go out as individuals and we go out as a church to serve in our community, we go out not with our authority, but with the authority that Jesus has given us from the Heavenly Father. You know, when I do a, a wedding, and at the end of the wedding, I'm going to introduce the new bride and groom, the new couple, right? I will always say, now by the power invested in me by God and the state of Minnesota, I now introduce to you for the very first time, you know, and then I say their names, right? And everybody cheers and stuff. Well, I'm not doing it from my authority at all. I'm doing it from the authority God has given me as a minister, and also I am licensed by the state of Minnesota to marry couples. And it's by their authority that I marry couples. And it's similar to us, that as Jesus came and as he went out, as he goes, he goes with the authority of his father. But then he says, hey, as you go, as Christ followers, you are going with my authority, my power, my presence as you go out. And so what I want you to recognize here this morning is that as New Hope, we go out all over the world as a church, and as New Hope, we go out as well all over locally. And I want to give you a picture of that. So you got a handout when you came in, grab that handout. And on the one side, we have all our missionaries that have gone out from New Hope. And some of those we don't have pictures for that are uh, up to date or whatever. But 
These missionary pictures and their story will be on our global wall. Out here you see a world map by the kitchen. In Isani, we have one in the family room down there. And we'll be having our missionaries' pictures there where they're located around the world. And so we have people that have gone out beyond and went out globally. But then as well, we have opportunity for us to be local. If you turn that around, these are all our partnerships that we have here in Isani County in East Central Minnesota. These are all nonprofits that we partner with and that we help serve and we are involved with physically by serving and then financially as well. And so we have Family Pathways, which is the local food shelf. We've done the Mud run, we raised corn in the past and that, but we help our area when it comes to food shortages. The Pregnancy Resource Center, uh, we've been involved with them for many, many years. Ruby's Pantry happens at our Isani campus every third Saturday morning. We serve 200, 250 families that come through, so it's a great opportunity for us to serve there together. We heard about Operation Christmas Child here this morning. We have the packing party this coming Saturday. We'd love to see everybody come out. Shalom Shop, everyone's familiar with that in the community, the thrift store. We have volunteers every week from New Hope that serve there. Because they serve there, then every month they give us finances for our community care fund to help people who are in need. Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. We are a partner with them. So anybody that's released there after their addiction recovery, and if they're from East Central Minnesota, they are partnered with us so that we can encourage them along their way, and they attend church here. North 65 Chamber. We love our area businesses. It, what, it's what helps the community grow and go. And, that, and so Pastor Justin is on that board, and he's involved, but we are as involved in a church. Isani County Sheriff's Office. Every Thursday, we have a, a, a dozen New Hope volunteers that go into the county jail. Not all at once, but they rotate going in. And uh, I'm a sheriff chaplain uh, for the county as well. But Alina Health, we do a cancer care fun run, and we help uh, local cancer patients with their financial needs. So this last year for our fun run, when we did our Serve Our City, we were able to raise $10,000 that goes locally for those who are struggling with cancer. And then Life Rice, we have we pack uh, food, and 10% of that food stays with our food shelf, and the rest recently has gone to Ukraine that we did last fall. And then we have new pathways on there, the homeless shelter, which we have been serving over this last two weeks. We've had up to five homeless families living at our Isani campus. And it's an opportunity for us to serve them and to walk alongside them. And to give you this idea of like when we are called to go, this is the difference that it makes. And so I want to share a video we put together about our partnership with family or with new pathways that we just did over this last two weeks. So let's watch. So New Pathways started in 2000 as a resource center trying to figure out what the need was in the community. And shortly after opening our doors, there was a large population of homeless families with children that we didn't have a local solution for. So our founding women, Cheryl Gray and Marge Burns, decided to do something about that. And they researched different models and they came across a model that they thought would be perfect 
for small town Minnesota and that is the model that we're operating today where we provide the services and support at the day center for the families and we partner with area churches to provide the night shelter including meals, hospitality and private sleeping accommodations. So what that looks like as a church host is that they come in in the evening and they stay with us, have a meal, stay overnight and then in the morning they go back to the day center and then do their stuff and projects during the day, whatever homework that they have, and then they come back to the churches in the evening time. So currently we partner with 14 churches that they rotate through. When there's a family in need, they can come to us in many different ways. They can walk through our front door, they could call, they could reach out on social media, or sometimes I get an email um, off of our website saying that I need help. Um, and we designed our program so that a family can come in with literally the clothes on their back and they're gonna be okay. Most of our clients are children. Over half of the people that we serve are kids. And some of them are school-aged and they are being picked up at the church in the morning by all different buses coming from all different school districts to get them to their their home school district. Um, parents may be going to work during the day or they may have appointments or they may be with us at the day center working on their goals. Life looks different for all of them just like it looks different for us. Just because they're in a homeless situation doesn't mean they're any different from anyone else. It's a situation. It doesn't define who they are or what they will become. Um, many families are struggling. They can't make those ends meet financially. Um, they're living paycheck to paycheck and all it takes is one crisis or one emergency or one sick kid to make it all crumble and fall apart. So we are, our program is designed to meet families where they're at, help them figure out all the chaos and put all the pieces back together and help them get back on their feet. So what it looks like for us is that we just made a home for them at our Isani campus. So we have rooms down there. Um, we have five rooms that we have available for them to stay in. Uh, we brought in furniture for them and just made it more of a homey feel. There's a living room down there. And then we have a kitchen in the community room that we've just made it home for them. That's their space. That's their place that they can just be relaxed, just be comfortable. Uh, so we have a meal host, we have an evening host that comes in and they're not a supervisor, they're not there to be a security guard, they're there really just to be there, just to be available for them. Whether it's a resource, whether it's a friend to talk to, um, or somebody, yeah, just to hang out and just to be there. So our partnership with New Hope is so special. Um, I, we both got, came together with New Pathways in 2004. I started in 2004 and, and New Hope came on as one of our partnering churches then. And so I have walked this journey with them and what has been special to me as a service provider is they've always done above and beyond. If I needed help with a family's car, they helped with that. If a family was struggling a little bit extra, then they typically would because they got bad news. We let the coordinator know that and volunteers give them encouragement and support and, um, and love. And I know volunteers will, I've heard volunteers say, well, it's just a meal. I'm just hosting. I'm just hanging out. It's not a big deal. Or I just spent the night. It is a big deal. You're, you're coming out and stepping up for families that need you. You're, you're um, connecting with people in need in our community that needs a hand up. And they need help pulling them out of this hole and getting them back on their feet. Um, so just providing a meal isn't just a meal. You're giving them nourishment for their body, but you're also encouraging them and helping them um, know that they're not alone 
and that they can do this and they will be okay. And I want you to know that since we started, um, there's been over a thousand children that have been impacted by your help and by the program. On behalf of the thousands of children we have served and the hundreds of families that have come through our doors, I just really thank New Hope for being part, a partner of ours and a part of the solution. When Jesus started his ministry, he was sent to go. And the reason he wanted to go was he wanted to bring salvation and transformational power to people's life situation. That was his desire. And hundreds of years before he actually came as God in the flesh, there was a prophecy spoken about who he would be and how he would live. And it's our theme verse here at New Hope. It's Isaiah 61, one through three. And as it speaks about who Jesus is, it's really speaking about who we are to be as we go into our community and as we go globally as well. But I want you to hear this scripture and hear how we are to go as Jesus goes. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, is on you. Because the Lord has anointed you, meaning he's blessed you, he's empowered you. To do what? To proclaim good news to the poor. To bind up the brokenhearted in our county. To proclaim freedom for the captives, those in addictions in our county. To release from darkness for the prisoners in our county. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, salvation, and the day of vengeance for our God, there will be a judgment day. But these next verses talk about the transformation we want to see in people's lives. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the clothing of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. We want the people of Isani County beyond to grow in their relationship with God, to be oaks of righteousness, to be strong like an oak tree, to bring good to their lives and glory to God. And so at New Hope, this is why we go globally all around the world and also locally and partner with many nonprofits because we want to see Jesus at work and we want to see more of him. And as we go, we transform lives and we bring new hope. And so when New Pathways was at our Isani campus on the Tuesday, my wife Sherry and I brought dinner. We were the evening hosts, hung out with the families, and then I stayed overnight. And as the families were going to bed, and I was rolling out my sleeping bag on the couch, this 11-year-old girl came around the corner. She gave me this simple little note. It's going to be on there. Thank you for helping us. I like how she spelled us. And over, she said, you are nice to us. You know, these are people who are judged because they're homeless, who are trying to 
hang on to a level of integrity. These are children who are in tough, tough situations. And just to love them, to provide a place of safety, food. 11-year-old girl recognizes what the people of New Hope have done. And this is the kind of people we want to be. This is the kind of people as a, the senior leader of this church, I want us to be out in every nook and cranny of this county and beyond that we are bringing the new hope of Jesus Christ. And so that's why this morning, I'd like you to take your communion cup and why I want to celebrate this morning communion Because Jesus says, hey, do this in remembrance of me. Remember my life. And as you remember my life, go out and reflect it to others. And so when Jesus took the bread, he gave thanks. And he said, hey, this is my body broken for you. This is why I came. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus took the cup. And he said, hey, this is my blood. As I went from heaven to come to earth, my ultimate goal was the cross so that I could bring salvation and bring transformation for this life and for the next. And I want you to go as well, to remember to go and bring it to your neighbors, to your classmates, to those people that work with you, to your community and beyond. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Father God, may we be people who go. And just as we leave every day our home, may we be light and darkness. May we be influenced. May we bring salvation and transformation to our county and beyond as you have brought to us. In Jesus' name, amen.